Welcome back to the Unexpected Podcast. This is KP. I'm DJ Reese Boogie. What's up? <laughs> hey, look, I got a disclaimer before we start talking a lot. My voice is a little raspy. Uh, I ain't got no voice, y'all. I had a long weekend <laughs> outside in the city. Speaking of a long weekend, how was your Easter? Man, Easter just, it ain't Easter no more. What you mean? Because we grown now, and you know, as kids, man, everybody used to go to their family functions and had a new office on. And I don't know, we used to do a lot of family-oriented events for Easter, but I don't think the past few years I've been outside, mm. like in the clubs, like, you know, bar hopping and doing things like that of that nature. You know why that is? <clears throat> a lot of people in our age bracket, like, I mean, we still kind of, and then I, I ain't got kids, too. That might yeah, have a lot like, to do with it, too. If you don't have kids, if you don't have, like, that stable home life, it's hard to picture, like, how our parents used to make sure, like, oh, somebody cooks, some, everybody go over one person's house. Right. But now that, like, we're creating a family dynamic, like, this year, my family elected me to host Easter. And I'm like, oh, shoot. At like, your house? Yes. And I'm like... It's usually okay. the newest house, too. You might have the newest house. You yeah. got the newest house, they, they hosting it, too. Yeah. So, they I ain't mean, got no say-so. It was cool. Like, it was stressful. And I don't right. see how they did that for every, every every single holiday. Right. But, I mean, I, it's our turn now, you know, to start hosting stuff. Because our parents and stuff, they getting older. Yeah, and they tired of cooking, too. That's what my yeah. mama say. She had all them kids. So she tired of cooking for us. And they might be losing their touch, too, because <clears> they still, like, they get into <laughs> they get into a place where they can't have a whole bunch of, like, season no more. <laughs> right, right, right. They can't eat the same. They can't taste the food. <laughs> so, shoot, it's our turn. We got to. But let know. me ask you a question, though. Did you go to church regularly growing up for Easter? We had like Easter suits and everything coming up. Well, I went to church every Sunday. Right. So, right. so you want just Easter, an Easter baby? Yeah. Like I went, but now, I mean, this is bad, but I don't go on Easter because it's going to be too packed. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. But, but I, you know. But you know, that's how it always used to be, though. Uh, I ain't been, so I don't know what's it going on now since virtual church didn't pop that since yeah. the pandemic. <laughs> I don't really know how churches are no more, but. Uh, yeah. I just know church used to be like fun for Easter. We used to do church. We used yeah. to go to the family functions, yeah. and, you know, and spend time with the cousins and your nieces and nephews, people you ain't seen yep. in a while. But And that's how it was for us. And we ended up coordinating the Easter egg hunt for the kids. Right. And last year I actually coordinated one for the adults. That was fun. But, you know, like I'll keep Easter. Oh, shout out to I'll my girl Cynthia too, man. I went to, uh, uh, she do an annual Easter event. Mm -hmm. For like adults and the kids, mm -hmm. to where she give out like a thousand dollars in eggs, you know, throughout the eggs, mm -hmm. people finding money for. Her. She started from like zero to five, and then she went all the way up to the adults, and mm -hmm. she was giving away TVs, yeah, uh, Bluetooth. It was like a lot of things, toys and stuff. She gave out for Easter. So that's crazy. It was That's a real kind of dope event. That I had after I did that adult one, I was like, oh, like this could be a dope community event. So that's, right. that's dope. Now it was it was fun though. I really enjoyed the. The setup. So yeah, I had a long weekend though. I think I was out. Mm, well, How many days on weekend? Three. I think I was at four. God, been, wait, what? Uh, <laughs> you said it was three <clears throat> days on the weekend, but I feel like I was at four because I stepped out yesterday to go get some crawfish and eat with my girl. So 
I feel like yeah, I've been rolling for four days straight. Mm. But uh, yeah, man, uh, I seen a clip talking about Houston. Mm. It's the third most cheating city in the country, not in Texas, in the country. And it was just an eye opener to me uh, because we got a big city, but you got Miami, you got LA, you got, you know, a lot of places that people like to live and visit. But for us to be number three on the list and then the other two that's ahead of them is from Texas too. Yeah. And Dallas and Dallas Fort Worth. So that's crazy to me. But what you think about that? Because I mean, I can see how. Now I had to look up like the metrics that they. You know, I was interested in how they came up with that. And they came up with it by um, the data of the Census Bureau and like Google searches. So it's like the marriage rate, the divorce rate, the separation rate, happiness index and the Google search interest for like affair sites and stuff like that. I I know all that stuff is is high on the list. (laughs) Shit. But the crazy thing <clears throat> is, I, I think it's going to be kind of inconclusive because, like you said, Houston has so many people compared to all these other right, states. Right, right. Like, and so the more you're going to have, I mean, the more people you're going to have, the more options they're going to see. Just like social media, like when you constantly running into people. But do you think cheating is going media, on is what I'm asking? Do you think it's a I lot mean, of cheat? Because I know it's I a lot of cheating is going, is going on. on everywhere. Right. Uh, but because we have a lot larger population, it's going on more here. And right. Like, <laughs> and like, like on the clip, like old girl said on the clip, man, you know, sh- back in my younger days, man, when I was a, a player. Oh, Lord. When you, you know, thought you was a player. Right. But if I stayed on the north side shit we was going to the south side because we wasn't we weren't gonna be seen out there we ain't know nobody on the south side so we was going to do all dirt y'all went to go dip oh yeah dip we the- dipping on a whole nother side of town <laughs> you know that people might not see us because you know nobody wants to get caught cheating but even when i go out now man i run into women and people that i know that they got significant others and i ain't snitching on y'all i don't I always keep my mouth closed but i know that they be uh mm. i cheat man they just you know messing around with each other the city is big, though, but it's so small. It, it really is, right. which is crazy. And that's what I was going to say. Like, even though they cheating, look, they're going to they gonna get caught because the city is small, especially our community. Do women cheat <laughs> better than men? What you think? I don't know. Like, I mean, I, overall, yes, because men, Y'all smarter men, be, tell, men be telling all Yeah, we don't, know how to hide, <laughs> we don't know how to really hide our emotions and if we cheat and all that type of stuff, too. That's why I gave up the game, man, because it's tough to be cheater, man. You got to be strong. That is just so crazy. Like, y'all really be giving yourselves away. Like, y'all think y'all so playing. Like, sometimes, like... You know, if your girl never had a problem, like, picking up your phone, you never had a reaction, and now all of a sudden you bringing your phone to the bathroom with you, like... Right, right, you're you doing weird turning stuff. it off at night. Like, come on, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when you know a new number that starts sliding out somewhere. <laughs> but shit, uh, I think it just... I just think it's the the city, though, man. I don't it's know. It's so much to do out here. Because they also said in the article that you know, they judged it off of how many places you can meet people. And I'm like... Everywhere. You know, seven <laughs> days a week. It ain't you no, got something to do every day. It ain't no curfew in Houston. Ain't no, no ain't no slowdown day. Yeah. Like I said, I went out yesterday. It was a Monday. I went to the address. They the had, address? Man, they got... I haven't heard... They had $10 hookahs. Mm. 
Mm. They had three dollar margaritas, five dollar Patron, and I think they were giving away like they was giving away like five pounds of crawfish for like thirty dollars. So shit, it was packed in there yesterday. It was a Monday after everybody partied on Easter because some people was off on Monday probably. Yeah, I was off too. That's why I went, but Mm -hmm. I still probably would have went if I wasn't off. But yes, it's it's tough though. It's crawfish season. Speaking of crawfish, just for the viewers, I don't know if I should tell y'all this. Look, I'm like a crawfish connoisseur. And <laughs> I don't eat it, so I don't know. Man, when I tell y'all some of the best crawfish I've had is actually in Midtown. Midtown? With the mixed crowd. Give away the name. So one it- is, um, what is it called? Little Woodrow's. Little Woodrow's, I heard it. Um, but the one in Midtown off of Travis, I think. Yeah. Um, Catch and Tails is the vendor's name. That sound like that ought to be good. Right. And then they from Louisiana. And mm. um Truck Yard. The truck yard by behind um How often do you eat crawfish though? What is it called? Hold on. Chapman and Kirby. It's oh. right behind Chapman and Kirby. And they got some of the best crawfish too. How often do you eat it during crawfish season? How often? Mm-hmm. So I used to eat it all the time. Now it's just maybe once or twice a month. But oh, that ain't bad, right? Like, but some when you get some good week. ones, right? Yeah, so now I'm craving it, so I might eat it every. Two I ate a little bit days. from Address yesterday, and it was real good. Really? <clears throat> you know who the and vendor I was? I don't like uh, no, no, I don't like uh crawfish. But you know, somebody peeled it for me. I ate it. And it was real good. Like, I wanted some more. I just hate peeling it. I like to eat it, but I don't like to peel it. I don't yeah, like my hands to be patient. nasty. It's a, it's a communion food. Like, it's like you and a group of people. Like, hookah. Hookah don't really do much. Like, right, it's, yeah. just it's just social, something social. I know, and they both too damn expensive <laughs> for neither one of them not to do nothing. <laughs> That's the truth on that one. But, uh, shit, so we on that. Let's go to uh the splitting tabs, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm so tired of this topic. It keep on coming up, but I just thought I'd give my full thought um, and not ever have to address it again. But there was this, you know, um, post that basically said that the girl ordered like $47 of food. And um, when the tab came, they were like, oh, everybody just needs to split it evenly. Which would have came out to like a hundred something dollars a person, right? And she was just like, "If I only order forty seven dollars of food, why would I pay a hundred something dollars? Right? Because y'all over ordered, you know. So I and I understand that. I mean, I feel like it depends on where you're from, right? Right. Because I feel like Southern people, <clears throat> like people from Houston, people in the South, like we are considerate. Like we're not going to, and we're gonna plan you know right. what, what and, we what we gonna spend i think a lot of people from maryland new york new jersey like all of those dad. women call no but for dad. real <laughs> i feel like a lot of people up north and out east uh-huh. that's their mindset of like splitting it equally but it's like to but the comment section got heated because 
everybody was like, well, if you can't split it equally, then you broke and all of this other stuff. And it's like, that's actually a contradiction because you're the one overspending and, right. and making other help. people pay for yeah. your stuff. <laughs> so it's just like, come on now. Now, I understand splitting equally if y'all all kind of had similar things, give or take $10, $20, right? Like, I don't have a problem doing that. I but, think... Uh... <laughs> People just need to watch who they go to eat with. Yes. Like, because uh, I've been in a couple of those. Situations. Right. You go to a function and it's two or three probably chicks or couples at the table that you don't really know and they, like you say, they overspending or they just not Literally. being considered or others, and they don't even know sometimes. But you know, black folks now, nah, they'll let you know before you get there. Hey, they only say we can do one check. Mm-hmm. So now lot, that makes sense. Yeah, so a lot of people already know, okay, I know I'm going to have to cash out somebody or one yep. person going to take care of the tab. But I have been in those situations to where I have seen people overspend and Man. use people and get mad if the table don't want to split it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So uh, Let me tell you one story. I went out <laughs> <laughs> with a group of people. This happened to me twice. I went out with a group of people. My food never came. And when it, well, it came, but it came like an hour late. Everybody else was done. Right. Then when I got it, it was cold and super greasy. So I sent it back. I said, don't worry about it. I'll just grab something when we mm. go to the next spot. When the bill came out, they still wanted me to pay like a hundred something dollars. And you didn't even I eat. said, are you crazy? Right. Don't <laughs> I didn't even sense. eat. That don't even make sense. <laughs> even just sitting at the table with somebody that's a drinker. Yeah. Because you know, you might not be a uh. drinker. And so you might you might go in there and get you one drink, but I didn't came in there. I'm a drinker. I didn't sat out on all the yeah. I didn't order around the shots. I didn't got me four five drinks. Yeah. You know them drinks twenty dollars a tab at some rest, some restaurants. And now I'm sitting there with my seat back saying, "Yeah, everybody got to split this." And that happened to me one. Right, that's not fair though. That is not fair. This girl was like literally ordering, order, order, ordering. I think I spent maybe sixty seven dollars. And then when the bill came, it was like one eighty-seven per right. person. I said, "Now, granted, I don't know how much of that was for the person of the hour, right? right. Like, but I know it wasn't all of it, all right? Of it. Like, I know we picked up your tab, you know. So <laughs> I'm just like, uh-uh, y'all gotta. But yeah, we. I already didn't put it in my head to be honest with you. If I know I'm going to a, a dinner and it's gonna be over five to seven people or something like that. I already know the tab going to be at least 150 and up. Yeah. Because I know gratuity going to eat you up. Gratuity going to eat you up. And then stuff you ain't paid for going to eat you up. So yep. I always try to bring like an extra 60 because I know I ain't going to spend them but like around 100 on myself. But see, this is my thing. Like if I'm attending a special occasion with someone that I care about and I know like I'm already planning to do something extra for them right. like in my head. So maybe at the next spot I'm about to buy her a bottle or like whatever the case may be. And so if I'm sitting at dinner and y'all trying to make me pay $200 then we for get food to the next I didn't spot, eat. Y'all ain't going to even put in on the bottle. Exactly. I so, get it. I just feel like the the same people who are asking people to split tabs when it's clearly uneven right. is the same people that'll order a bottle and then ask everybody to split it. I don't like the <laughs> the calling people broke at all for, for them. That's not what that means yeah, at all. People spend their money how they want to spend their money. Obviously, if they came out to the to. function, they had the money that they wanted to spend on themselves. And like yep. I say, 
if something extra come up, that's fine. But to make me pay for everything you didn't pay that for. That you mismanaged. Yeah, that you mi- <laughs> And I don't even know if you mismanaged it because you probably it did it on purpose. Yeah. yeah. It also, some people just, they rule. This is your way of getting the most out of Yoda and have other people pay for it. Yeah, because at the end of the day, if it's a birthday event, uh, y'all celebrating something with a person, that's the only person that really shouldn't be. Should be going yeah, all going out and out, picking And y'all potatoes. saying, you know what? I got you, Reese. I got that drink for you. Oh, you going to get this one for me? And so yep. it all comes out evenly at the end of the day yep. instead of the person who ain't got nothing to do with the party sitting at the other end of the table, sitting there ordering five-course meals, yep. knowing they ain't going to pay for it. Yep. Yeah, so it, it, it's a thing I think that's always going to be talked about. That's why I think. Unfortunately, but that's going to be the last time I talk about it because it's on record. I just think that you guys got to watch the, who you go out to yep, eat with, man. And whoever having the, the dinner, whoever having the function, they need to just be firm with what's going on. But you shouldn't have to treat adults like that, too. Yeah. You shouldn't have to micromanage adults because they want to misuse people. And, you know, yeah, for sure. I didn't definitely been there, though. I didn't. Okay. Somebody didn't definitely put a tab on the table and I'm looking at it and it's $700 <laughs> tab. Yeah. And I'm like. They talking about split it down the middle. What? Like, man, I had two drinks and a and a and a uh I don't even eat steak. You don't even eat nothing. Right. So I done had me a little salmon or some chicken kids, tenders. Kids and y'all talking you. about I gotta pick up a hundred and fifty dollar tab. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't I didn't been in that situation. But I know my girl hated though. She she hated. I get it, but so. I mean to a certain extent. Like if y'all ordering family style, you know what I mean? Like if it's a restaurant where you get a big entree and then you order sides for the table. Right. Okay, that makes that's sense. easy, right? Like, or if y'all all kind of had a meal and two drinks, cool. Like, yeah, that makes know, sense though. That makes sense. But if it's like a drastic difference where one person spent sixty dollars, I said they came in and got the T-bone and they asked steak it for two hundred. Come on now, you came in and got seventy five dollars <laughs> steak. <laughs> when in reality one of those people spent four hundred dollars and now everybody paying for right. it. Come so on. I, how you think we can what what's the solution to this though? Talk about it before you sit down and order. Like how we doing the checks? Right, right, right. <laughs> so we could come to a consistent. Oh, I say and a lot of restaurants they let you know when you about to do a big party now. They usually let you know, hey, it's only gonna be able to split one check or two checks mm-hmm. or something like that. And I think at that point, whoever having a function should put that out to everybody that's mm-hmm. coming saying, hey, you know, you got to split the check with everybody else. So, yeah. Yeah. Eat accordingly. Mom. What would you do uh, if if at the beginning they like, OK, we splitting the checks at the end and then you see everybody kind of like, OK, cool. But you see one person down at the other table like ordering back to back to back to back $20 well, drink. Me personally, I'm I like to voice myself. I like to speak. So I'm be like you're going to turn it into a joke. Right. But it's going to be a <laughs> joke. But I'm going to let them know that big dude down there ordering all that goddamn <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be a joke because I'm pretty sure we're going to all kind of right. introduce to know each other. Like, and they going to know. you thirsty, huh? Like, oh, damn, big boy. Damn, they talk about $300 tab. You need to pick that up. You know what I'm saying? Just make a joke out of it to try to ease yeah. it up. But uh, I didn't bid at the table, man, till man, one chick, she didn't grab the chick and she was like, Put names next to what people had, man. That, them long checks get it get real when it get real expensive. 
Yeah. I'm talking about this was like a thousand dollar check. Yeah. And they talk about we had to split. I think that's what happened. Man, oh girl got that check, man. She started putting names next to it. What you Ooh. had again? You had two drinks? Okay, two boom, 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 boom. And she she broke it down like that. <laughs> and I wasn't mad at her. Everybody else was like, oh man. To she, be honest, I don't I wouldn't be mad at her either. Like, you know. But people, she was the one the person that felt like she didn't order. She didn't order a lot. Yeah. And they talking about she had to put in like $200, but she literally probably had like a $60 tab. Mm-hmm. And she was like, nah, we not doing that. I'll give y'all the extra 20 or 30 for the tip, yeah. but I'm not for to be paying I for mean, at the at the end of the day, we grown, like we adults, and you can't expect for people to just spend money for no reason. Because you, like, re- you recklessly because spend you money. Reckless and then shit, money. everybody on, on different levels though, shit. Yeah. My That's nine to five, good. what I'm making to what you making in your nine to five probably ain't done shit. But even if I'm making, I'm still not doing it. Man, like I'm not splurging. Damn about the other people. It's under. gonna be my choice what I choose to spend money on. It's like if supposed, I want to pick up the whole tab, I will. But it's supposed to be like that. You're not gonna tell me what I'm gonna spend my money on. <laughs> I could definitely see you at the next function getting that pen and saying, "Yeah, I had <laughs> I'm this. I'm not gonna do I that. I had this. But I'm gonna be like, "Nah, you gonna have to come off a little more. You." Gonna have to right. come off a little I done more. been in all those situations though. I don't think it's a, I don't think it'll ever end though. I think it'll always be an issue. Mm-hmm. That's why I think when people get older, their circles get smaller. Yeah. Because they don't like dealing with that type of stuff. So yeah. like this year, my birthday coming up, I already said I don't want no birthday dinner. It just it'd be too much yeah, of a it's hassle. Too much. The dinners are the worst to me because, like you say, first off, people showing up that ain't supposed to be there. They ordering food. It was a lot last year and the year before that, so I said I'm not doing no more birthday dinners. If somebody want to go out to eat, we can go out to eat. Right. But as far as me saying I'm finna throw a birthday dinner, I'm not doing no birthday dinner. Mm. It's too much of a headache. I don't think I've ever had. And a I had to pay for my own you had birthday to dinner own. last year, so that was definitely a no. Mm. And all them people there, and I still had to go in my pocket and spend my. They just want money to be for there my, to be there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, mm. you know, I expected to pay for mine, but you still got that one person that you know going to be like, like, nah, it's your birthday. Yeah, I got you, Reese. I got you. Man, shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I'm not doing it no more. Dang. Yeah, don't even bring it up. <laughs> it's bad out here, man. It is. But we did have uh, Angel Reese. Mm-hmm. Win the national championship. Mm-hmm. So I want to give well, the her LSU, LSU Tigers. Tigers. Won the she won the, the, the all-tourney player of the tournament, I think. She did? Yeah, she got that award. She didn't get the player of the year. I think the, the white girl, Caitlin, got that. Mm-hmm. But she did get the all-tourney player. I don't know what it's called, but, you know, most valuable player in the tournament. Mm-hmm. But, man, she had a lot of controversy behind her. Yeah. Uh, that was insane to me. Mm-hmm. But I, I this year I got more into watching women basketball because my little girl played basketball. So I've been keeping up with WNBA and the uh, college girls basketball. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, yeah, you know, what's the girl name she did to Kaylin? Yeah. Yeah, Kaylin did the You Can't See Me, the Tony Yayo. I only think the kids know where that come from. I think they just doing it. Well, you know, Tony Yayo hit him with it first. She said right after that game, like, she clarified and said that she wasn't saying you can't see me. She said her coach told her maybe she needed to kind of come out or change something or something. And she was just like, can't nothing phase me. I'm good. Right. And so I think people just took that and well, ran we, with our it. Our culture is the 
Tony Yayo. They took <laughs> they took it and ran with it, but those weren't necessarily her intentions. Now, I have a few thoughts on the whole situation. First, let me say my disclaimer is that I don't believe that Angel Reese deserved the backlash, backlash that right. she received. But <clears throat> I do believe it was a bit of an overkill. When she followed her. Yes. Mm. Um, and I think I don't think that has anything to do with classlessness or anything. Right. She definitely deserved none of them names she was being called. I just think it was a little <clears throat> immature. But I mean, she a kid. 20, 20 years old. She's 20. Like, I mean, mm. we and you got all them emotions before. running through them. Right. But this so, is what... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. You can finish. Nah, so, I got my point. I think it was a little overkill because, you know, she did it twice at the end of the game. She did it a third time. You know, she... it she I think she followed him to the to the locker room Damn, and did it did again. It. Not in the locker room, but towards the locker room. Yeah, like... I was like, uh, how she follow okay. him to the locker room when they celebrating the national thing out there? Though I don't know. That's what the <laughs> report said. Okay, so that's a lot. But that's overkill. Kid. But also, it was like, okay, I understand the the heightened emotions, um, but it was no um, immediate like respect after the game. They didn't shake hands. They didn't, you know, all of that stuff. Right. So not saying that those particular things as isolated moments would have made it a big deal but everything together it was just kind of like she created a fake beef to kind of get off and I understand that because I know that some people have to create like a a chip on their shoulder right. in order to go off so I get that I've never been a fan of it but I get that people that's how they get their you yeah, know, but motivation what I don't like about the whole situation is when old girl did it cause she it, that ain't the only thing Caitlyn did. You know, she weighed off the... Uh, As she should have. You know what I'm saying? She, but I'm saying, like, she, she's a shit talker. She she's talk a shit talker. And right. Angel Reese, I'm not... It's <clears throat> nothing wrong with women shit talking because, you know, even back in the day when Black uh, uh, Love and Basketball came out, you know, she had that little statement there like, oh... When y'all do it, you know. Right, right, right. But when I get, when I do it, y'all tell me to calm down and act like a lady. I'm a ball player. Like, yeah. you know, like that was her whole line in there. So it's been like that. And I just don't understand it because we big it up in men basketball. Yep. Like, I love the Dylan Brooks. Yep. I love Draymond Green antics. I love players I who got a, <laughs> but I like players who play with the chip on their shoulder like Patrick Beverly. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. they talk noise yeah. and flicks on each other and shit. They, you know, they running each other over out there. Yeah. But when the girls do it, it yeah. becomes like a y'all not representing the sport correctly. But it's only when... Black. Right. Because before the game, this is why so many people tuned in. This is the highest viewed sports event you know, in a in a long time, even higher than the men. Yeah, it was, you know? it, nah, it was the highest ever. So the trash talking actually it brought people to the game, the game. But then you criticize it. But at the same time, like I said, I do believe it was just a little bit of overkill on her part. But I hope that she just continues to mature as a brand and in, as a person. I hope like, she continues to talk shit. She can definitely continue to talk shit, but she got to learn how to turn it off. Right. Because I think at it, some the following point, and the, the extra antics. The extraness. Because I really felt like 
her doing it that much, she made it personal. And when the game was over, it should have been done. Well, she said it was personal. She said that, though. Remember? Because she and said she ain't like how she treated. Why would it be personal? Because she got to win, though. She got to put this. She had to make this fake analogy. Exactly. So she but can, that's a little delusional, don't you think? Nah, play, I'm not calling her delusional. But, but players I'm do it all the time, like, though. They got to find something. But why you can't find the grit from... Being a competitor, why it gotta be like she, a fake? Beat? She had to not like her in that moment, but she said <laughs> we got much. After you know they finally came out, she both of them came out and say, "No, nah, we got much respect for each other." Mm-hmm. Even Kayla said, "It don't bother me." Shit, I, I'm a, I talk yeah, shit. I mean, they had to say, yeah. That, but. but I wish the only thing I wish would have happened is she would have. They would have hugged or. Shook each other's hands. I think that's right. why I'm saying, like, because even while the kids were still it rolling, it was just like she just kept doing yeah. it, kept doing it. I'm like, okay, at some point you have to let it go because now it just seems like it's personal and you got Caitlyn living in Even pointing at her and pointing the ring at yeah. her. You know, if she would have did it to the crowd, yes. if she would have did it to the coach and her players, like yes. that is different. I mean, even if she would have did it once to Caitlyn. Right. But keeping doing, like, that's just like, okay. All right. And like, Kayla was kicking her ass too. She sure was. And she took her L. Like, it's not like she was still trying Man, to. Man, Kayla, I'm going to tell y'all one thing. Ka- if Kayla won in foul trouble, <laughs> she would have had 50. She had 30 in foul trouble. <laughs> so just imagine that. She had to sit out the second quarter and some of the third quarter because of foul yep. trouble. And she still had 30. Yep. But I'm giving it up to LSU because, you know, I'm shit. I'm Absolutely. black. Absolutely. But let me ask you Go a ahead. question. So the let's talk about the chip or the fake beef that was created, right? Mm-hmm. Because of their game against USC. What would you do in that situation where it's a girl at the three-point line or the opposing team, even if it's a man, you know she can't shoot? What well, happens all the time in men's sports, what I'm saying, what throughout the Russell Westbrook situation, Nobody holds him at the three-point line. Everybody go to the paint and just let him. Exactly. Draymond did him like that before. Exactly. So why would that be a beef? Like, that? I would do the exact same thing. Right, but I think she, she like I say, she, she created she the created fake She created it beef. because they was in a national <laughs> championship game. Because she, to be honest with you, she. It was a storyline. She didn't want to see South Carolina anyway. No. You know what I'm saying? They already had beat no. them in the regular season. But like she said, that's her girl. She know them on that end. Girl. So she made it up in her head. She made it up in she her head. She had to. And I loved it, though. I appreciate it. It made the game better. It, made it the, did. I think I just, it, uh, mm-hmm. it's go, I think it's going to help women's sports, especially going into next season. I think the views going to be there. Everybody definitely going to follow LSU next year because of Angel Reese. She going to get a lot of that. They're going to be waiting till they rematch with Kaylin. So that's going to bring a lot of views if they mm-hmm. play each other again next year. Yeah. You know, it's going to bring it's going gonna, it's gonna to bring something to the sport, though. Yeah. What you think about this, though? Because a lot of people had an issue with Reese talking about this over and over. Mm-hmm. Basically, they feel like she was talking about the WNBA and how much they make. Because she said that she, don't, she ain't in a rush to go to the WNBA because she making more that's money than I some of the players. Yeah, she she making more money than some of the players. I mean, it's true. In it's been it's been a fight for a very long time. Thirty years, twenty eight years. WBA twenty eight years. It's it's like I don't under. But I mean, we could go. Ooh, this is a deep topic because it's just like you see what publicity can do and bring mm-hmm. viewers. But you don't see women's sports publicized like you see men's sports. So it's like it took for beef 
To, to bring people to and the And they table. didn't even talk about the game. They talked about the beef the whole time. But it's like, it's not to say that they not good because you got plenty of people out there like Caitlyn. You know, we had we had a whole freaking dynasty in Houston, and they sold them. Right, four in a row. And you can't tell me them stands wasn't full because I went to every game. Man, I watched <laughs> I watched some of basketball this year with the girl. I watched the McDonald girl game mm-hmm. because I like the little two bright girls, and they talk noise to each other. They dance and they flex, and while they out there making shots and all that type of stuff. Yeah. I think the women's sports is in good hand, though. Women basketball, I think. Uh, in the I next... wouldn't say good. I think they're getting better. Right. I think, it, well, you know, they just gave them the charter planes yeah. after back to back. You know, like they've stuff. been fighting for that for like three years. Right. That's why I say, like, in the next five years, I think it's going to be another level of uh, basketball. I hope so, because they ain't got no. no... I need they this, can't go down no more. I know. I need these next few girls that I've been watching, though. Because, like I said, I ain't been watching the old chicks. I ain't been into it till my girls start playing basketball. So now I'm into it more. But these new girls that's coming up, that's in college right now, and that's, going to, that's leaving high school, that y'all just watching the uh, McDonald's game, mm-hmm. they're going to be good for the sport. The girls, so, like, a lot of girls make way more money overseas than right. they would and that's crazy here. it's ridiculous mm. but that's why Brittany Griner got jammed up she one of the top players in the WNBA and she gotta leave to and go she gotta leave and go, go play, play overseas in the off season because right. y'all not paying people right. like and their season's not long enough they only play three months what is the um what they playing 30 the, games the, huh they playing 30 games right around 30 games about 38 I think yeah like and for three months of basketball like how much money are they gonna make though like, the NBA is from, shit, September to July. <laughs> I mean, they can make a... I'm not saying they should be making the same amount of money. I think the numbers should make sense, though. Like, if you know in a six-month period, right. you know, that, you know, the percentage or would bring a salary of at least $100,000, you know, like... <laughs> I think they should do it like college, I think the WNBA should be played while the NBA going on. They can figure out the scheduling to well. That's how it used that, to be. That's how they're going to make more money because they're going to get longer seasons. And they got to pay them That's longer. how it used to be. But, you know, they're trying to. Gotta, you got to invest to make money. You know what I mean? Like, it's people. They not a lot they of these sponsorships. Owners, but a lot of these owners are using these WNBA teams as, like, little things to show off you know what Mm -hmm. i mean as opposed to actually investing in the team to make it you know get on platforms or even just the league like why does the nba players have to come to the game to put us on a platform right like how kobe and lebron and all of them used to now because you have daughters now you coming and i get it but at the same time it's like y'all should have been putting them on. but that's what i'm saying even with me you know, shit, I, until my right. daughter started playing basketball, I ain't watched it. Right. So I get what you're saying, and it got to be a change somewhere because I actually like it. And I think all the men, once they start watching it, I think they all start liking it because it's real good basketball being played. Yeah. Uh, I it's don't like that they got to have endorsements, you know, to make money. I just think that they can pay them people. Man, them billion dollars. They can definitely pay them. They billion dollar companies, man. Because majority of people in the WNBA are making like under thirty thousand a year, right? I know I've seen that, and that's why people are kind of like, 
I'm going to go out here work, blood, sweat, tears, possibly get injured, get some lifelong injury, like, yeah. for $30,000. And one of them said she her first, like, three years in the league, she had to still, she was still staying with her mama. Yeah. So, you know, she couldn't afford to go buy her house or you take care of herself. You can't go buy a house or you can't go uh, get an apartment now in this economy, like, with $30,000. And then it's like the pretty girls. That's the ones that they, like you say, it's like a show. Yep. Because what's her girl name that played for the Sparks uh, about two years ago? She talked to the running back now for the Saints. Hey, I can't think of her name. But she won't even... Get no playing time, oh. and she was on all the commercials. Because she was in she she was in a WNBA swimsuit magazine. Women. Right, she was in a WNBA magazine. She was on the front cover, and she wasn't even playing. <laughs> I looked at her stats. I'm like, man, she must be cold. But I went and looked at her stats. She was averaging like three points a game and like ten minutes a game. She nope. and then the Sparks. She ain't in WNBA no more, and still get publicity from the WNBA. Yep. So it's just crazy to me how they. That's treat what it. happens when it's a male dominated world. I'm gonna be honest. Like, I mean, things are slowly changing, but it's a male-dominated world. So now the things that you can clearly see, like why some things get the attention that it right. gets. You know, so like you said, she well, Angel Reese, Angel Reese, she pretty. So she getting a lot of, you know, deals and offers and all that type of stuff because Old girl that been winning two in a row from South Carolina, the center mm -hmm. that went number one. See, I watched the, I watched yep. the draft and everything. Yep. The one just went number one. She a beast. She's been a beast. a beast. Ain't nobody been talking about no deals and mm -hmm. putting on nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's it's definitely got to do a lot to do with the looks too. Mm -hmm. But I'm all for the women talking trash to each other. And shout out to all little women that are able to remain feminine. Nothing against masculine women or, you know, the LGBTQ plus I, all of you all. Like, nothing against them. No, nothing against the town boys that just want to dress down every once in a while. But I know that my, like, role model growing up was Tina Thompson. Mm -hmm. And that's because she was the first person that I saw that represented her femininity while the playing lips. the game with the lipstick. Mm. Like, she wore red lipstick every game. And I was like, dang, like, okay, girl. Mm. So, in college, I started, like, getting my nails done before every game because I wanted to feel feminine right, right, in such right. a masculine sport. So, shout out to all of y'all that's getting y'all lashes and y'all wigs tight before the game. Right, stuff. right. It, def <laughs> it definitely makes the game more For fun sure. to watch, I'll tell you that. So... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so women, keep it up. I'm definitely mm -hmm. going to be tuned in. Mm -hmm. You know, I want my baby girl to go to college, and I want her to play basketball. Now, she she's 6'1", 6'2", right now. Mm -hmm. So she's steady growing on me. And so I'm going to be around the game for a while. So yeah. I'm definitely tuned in. And just make sure that y'all leave the game better than how you came in with it. Like, just push it a little bit further. Everybody working towards, you know, y'all getting the platform and the, the money y'all deserve. So... Right, right. Don't be selfish, what she's saying. Make sure you grow in the sport if you're going to be in the sport. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, let's go to uh, what we got next. Oh, let's do the, 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 the marriage. So I came across this post earlier today, um, and it was about women. Some women <clears throat> actually want to get married, but they mm -hmm. don't want to have kids. How do you feel about that? I think they got the right. Mm-hmm. Uh, to that decision, I like think. How would you, as a man, like if you decided, or if I mean, 
Well, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. I think uh, that's a tough conversation you got to have in the beginning, though. Mm -hmm. I don't think you should wait, you know, a year or two until now your love and your heart is really there. Mm -hmm. You didn't got down on one knee. You didn't propose. And now you're talking about, oh, I think it's time for us to start having kids. And then she look at you and say, oh, I never wanted kids. Mm -mm. <laughs> yeah, so I just think it's all about yeah. communication in the for beginning. Sure. Uh, you got to be open, especially if you know you really want kids as a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause a lot of these girls, they see the girls anyway, and they don't want no kids. Mm -hmm. So they uh, I don't... wait a minute. Just <laughs> you because you they city girls don't mean. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Not only city girls don't want. You know, like okay. So it's very interesting because a, a while ago, I can't remember who was trying to paint this picture. Um, that women who are over 30 and single and set in their ways are trying to convince themselves that they don't want to have kids. Right. And I felt like that was pretty harsh because everyone has a right. You know what I mean? Like, just like you have a right to do whatever. Um, but just because you're like, it's people that's out here having kids and they are single. You know what I mean? Like they are they they chose to go a donor route you right, know, right. because they want surrogate. kids. A surrogacy or whatever the case may be. But at the same time, you know, it's hard. I think it could be hard for men that do because a lot of men think about their legacy and like, you know, things Leaving like something that. behind. And women, most women do want to have kids. But at the same time, there are a, a small portion of some who really just don't want to have they don't kids. Want kids? I know, and I, do not try to convince them otherwise, because then you gonna regret it. Right, and <laughs> and, and, and as I say, you are, uh, and people be trying to change people too, because mm -hmm. they might have that conversation in the beginning. Yep, you know that and they don't want kids, around and, and you stick around, around, around thinking, you know, by the time y'all get married or y'all, you know, get engaged, and now you can bring that conversation back up. And then she gonna hit you with that big dog. I already told you. I already told you. I get, and I ain't, and I ain't changed. It you might be saying? a guy too, you know. Right, but right, man. Because it's some men don't want kids. People, because y'all gonna find out that when y'all do something happens and y'all do have a child, they, re they, they, they be gonna, regretting the baby. Right, like yeah, mm. you sit there looking crazy, and then you're gonna fault that other person for not being as in tune or as nurturing or whatever. And granted, some people do change their mind, but don't expect them to. Right. So. They still got the option. And then some women, you know, they got complications. They got, they probably got issues or reasons why they yep. don't want kids, you yep. know? And uh, even if it's not a health reason or a whole, like, deep reason, some people want, don't want to have to put a child before their needs. Like, some people want I was wanna, just about to go to the next. Because like, I got a homegirl who... And that's okay. She didn't have one in her <laughs> 20s, early 30s. She pushing, you know, right around 40 now. But she liked to travel. Mm -hmm. She liked to, you yeah. know, spend, get her bag. Her extra uh, money uh, right. going to be investments or right. something. Like, you just never and know. She liked to just get up and go and, you know, take care of herself. And uh, she meet men. Sometimes they got kids. Sometimes you don't. But they know that she good where she at. Yeah. And, you know, that's probably why she's single. But she's happy single, though. Yes. It's a lot of women that are okay with being the fly auntie. Right, yeah. <laughs> you can pick up the kids when you want to and drop them off when you want right, to. Right, right. <laughs> I was like that for a man for a long time. I 
like shit, I'm almost 40. I really ain't never thought about it, really having no kids or mm-hmm. want no kids. And I've been fine with that. Like my siblings and everybody got kids, but I've never tried to rush or plan out a baby or mm-hmm. something like that. I'm at the stage now. If it happens, it happens. I'm not yeah. against it, but I still like to yeah. do my thing. I still like to go out when I mm-hmm. want to go out and enjoy myself too. So. And I think I'm the opposite where... I started out like, oh, I want kids, da 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 Like, I want kids. Like, I already got the names. Like, right. <laughs> but then I slowly, like, after maybe 28, I was like, dang, like, I want to see the world. Like, right. I want to have, I want to use my money to grow it. Like, I want to do this. I want to do that. Like, it's so much stuff. And I constantly hear, like, people complain. And I know it's a different type of joy. Get, having children right. but at the same time I knew where I was at that moment and I'm like I couldn't imagine having kids right now yeah. I, so. even just me calling some of my friends or somebody with kids and you know they like, man, they do it, man. They be, got these kids, bro. They be I like, can't. Oh, I can't do nothing. And kids. I be like, man, I'm going outside. And now that it's so visible and the support is there for moms but it's like it's so me every day I see some mom breaking down on the internet saying how hard it is. And right. I get it. I'm not I'm not the one to back down from a challenge, but at the same time, I know where my capacity is right now. And if I'm not gonna be able to pour into my child hundred percent, I know the time is not right. Yeah. So. Shit, cause it, it ain't just about financially, man. You gotta be there mentally with them kids. I work juvenile mm-hmm. so long. You can't take a day off. Some of them parents had money and them kids were still getting mm-hmm. in trouble going to jail just because they didn't have time to be there with the kids. Yep. So they doing whatever they want to do outside. So yep. it, it it's a lot, it's a lot into kids. Yeah. But that's speaking from somebody that ain't got none. So Yeah. But listen, man, don't be forcing these women to do nothing they want to do. They're going to regret you in it, baby. Yep. Because they try to do it to make you happy and y'all still and got issues. you regret them, too, because when they be like, no, he got full custody if we break up, <laughs> then you're going to be really sitting down. Well, y'all just, they just be having issues, too, man, and they think a baby might fix it yep. or keep them there or longer them. Yeah. when it kind of pushes them away. Yeah. Especially if they ain't a good daddy. But let's go to the city girls. The city girl culture. Yeah, cause we didn't already talk about Houston, man. How you know we'd one of the top hey. three cities in America that be cheating. We talk about these city girls <laughs> that don't want no kids. You know what I'm saying? All they want to do is be the fly aunties. <laughs> you know, so my thing was this with the city girl movement though. I think it was like a big movement when the city girls actually came out with that song. Mm-hmm. You had the city girls, you had uh all them ratchet chicks I can't think of. You had the Megan the Stallion, you know, all these chicks was talking about how they can get money from a man they don't want savage. no man savage life you know they basically you know getting down you know mm-hmm. taking care but they were getting taken care of by men basically doing what men been doing for years but they was yes. able to do it and be openly talking about it and freely doing it and they weren't being judged no more yes. they actually had all the girls wanting to be city girls mm. even the ones well, that the was girl. married they were trying to get out there in the streets and become city girls. Mm-mm. But I think that movement is kind of... Girls versus women. All them girls when they got a girl... I mean, not a girlfriend. All a them man. girls when they got re- relationships. Exactly. <laughs> and they just slowed down. <laughs> so I've I been seeing like that movement kind of die down a little bit. But that also helps when you have celebrities coming out in relationships. Right. Saying other things. Because how many times have artists put out something that they didn't even stand by. Like, they went and did right, the Right, right, right. I'm going to say a lot of the city girls, they went and 
they trying to be in love. I don't know. I just thought about it. Maybe why? Ain't, um, what's her name? JT? Yeah, she with Lil Uzi. Yeah. They been I, with each other. I know, but I'm like, she with Lil Uzi and Carisha. Carisha out there doing so she something ain't got with no Diddy. <laughs> but even Megan Stay, you know, is, she been with the, the dude. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the mother girl's name that rap, man. They all been in relationships, though. Yeah. And they been, you know, having y'all out here leading y'all wrong. Let's be honest. All of these women that was the ones, the loudest ones, screaming savage and all that other stuff in City Girls are the most sensitive ones. Right. The ones that just want to be loved and don't know how. Cause I, I listen to Summer Walker record and she be I'm talking that talk on now. It's a lot of com- and controversy with, her. with Summer Walker, but shit, she don't mind getting a man and having babies. Okay. You know, so I just think the City Girl movement was slowing down, but I just mm-hmm. thought about it. That's because it's been winter time. I was just about to Everybody say. Everybody get a relationship a during the winter. They going to be back outside. Oh, summertime, summer. time, y'all about to drop an anthem. <laughs> they going to be naked. Yeah, because those girls, F-R-E-E last year. Yeah. So I got to see what's going to drop this year before you know I get y'all that. And I feel like it's going to amp back up when the Freaknik documentary oh, come out. Yeah. <laughs> and they realize how their parents was acting. Yeah, I got to watch that, man, because I, I wasn't at the freak. Somebody going to try to go back and do it, but we had Kappa Beach. Well, I about to say, I went to the Kappa Beach party. I don't know if you was able to go to nope, the Kappa Beach party. But that was my version of the freak. I ain't got to worry meet. about seeing me on nothing. Right. I still got pictures. <laughs> I post on my hair now and then. That was my version. I was young, too, like 16, 17 at the freak. I mean, at the uh, Kappa and Beach people party. really nervous about seeing their parents and stuff. <laughs> All right, they should be. Nobody want to see them in that light. I ain't worried. I know my mom was in the corner reading a book or something. Right. But <laughs> I was it on that, man. I just wanted to speak on the city girls because I, I feel like I've been outside, but the way they used to talk and the way they they've been talking different. lately, they've been moving different. And some might be pregnant. <laughs> right. I'm telling you, that wintertime just that passed That wintertime be knocking people up. Yeah. but Even though we ain't really got a, a, a winner in Houston for real. Now we had like a good three weeks about a f- yeah. few weeks ago. That was cool. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's that's it for me. That's it for me too. You know what I'm talking about? This is the Unexpected Podcast. I am the only one, DJ Reese Boogie, and that's KP Money, and we out of here. All right, y'all. Yeah. <laughs>